good? Y'all already know this is the Unshakable Truth Radio with your girl Sam I am and And we are here to bring to you another Unshakable Truth session conversation here on Thursday at 10.03. Today, Tuesday. What's today? Today, <laughs> Okay, well, let me tell you like this. Like we say, it's unscripted. You heard me. So it's Thursday. I mean, it's Wednesday. A vision. Look, a vision's in tomorrow. Okay, we in the future. We in tomorrow. Let's go tomorrow. So my bad job, but you already know. This your girl, Sam. I am. Stay fucking shit up, but I'm always fix it in my own little fix. You know, fuck it up, fuck it up. Anyways, I'm going to try to work on my cussing also, y'all. So that's a journey I'm going to be on with you guys as well. And you'll be able to see all of it. So let's see how this shit pan out. But for now, we are going to get into a conversation that's going to rule your nation with your girls, M.A.M. and Nessa, you heard me. So, Nessa, how has your day been and how's shit going? What you got for us today? Oh, okay. My day's been going good. You know, like I said, I was off today, you know, so I'm enjoying the day little by little, you know, um, just figuring out what we're going to have for today. And what I got for today is uh, I just want to ask everybody that's listening to this podcast, like, when is a point in your life have you thought that this was the end? When in your life have you thought that, hey, just because either you're on drugs or either you're doing something that's not right in your life, when have you thought that at that point in time, because people told you, it was over, you know, it was over. It was over. I remember that when people would be yeah. like, this is all you're going to be. I want to get into saying, um, you know, uh, I was at a point in time in my life to me that seems like, uh, you know, when I was younger, like I was about 16 when I started doing cocaine um, because uh, I met the man who started uh, introducing me to the cocaine and stuff um, just to have sex with me, he would. And, you know, uh, I finally later on I got pregnant because he kept we kept using the coke and having sex and all that. And, you know, then after that, it's like, you know, my world came tumbling down. By the time uh, I was pregnant, he had took me to the park and beat me up, you know, left me naked in the park. And, you know, uh, he was trying to... Uh, kick my daughter like I don't kick kick my daughter basically kill my daughter you know so I wouldn't have her because he my me he already had like 11 kids and he was 40 some years old lying to everybody telling everybody he was 20 some years old now y'all know that's pitiful we ain't even gonna say no names but we know who we know we know who it is you know but keep going with the story though okay and so you know at that point in time I thought well hey you know, I just kept using the cocaine. The next person I met was my, my second baby daddy, which when I met him, you know, I started going to get involved with his family and stuff, going to outings and all that. But every time I'd show up, he was supposedly not there. And later on, came to find out he was going through a drug addiction himself, which was the same of cocaine. And, um... Well, I had only been with him for a month, you know, and uh, I had only been with him for a month. I got pregnant with my second daughter, 
Okay, so I was pregnant when uh, he had introduced me, brought it to my house because my grandma had bought me a house, uh, paying rent. She was paying the rent and she was paying everything in it. So it was me and my older daughter, and um, me. I was pregnant with the second one. And mind me, I was using, I didn't know what crack cocaine was at that time. Uh, but he introduced me to it. So, you know, at that point in time, I was like already, uh, I was 17 when I had my first child and um, 19 when I had the second one. Um, so really to tell you the truth, you know, I was using and uh, when he introduced me to it, it was a rock-like substance and I didn't know what it was. So he asked me to try it and I did, you know, so at that point of time it was time to have my baby she came out and you know I just uh, took care of they, I didn't, she wasn't dirty at that point of time because I had uh, flushed my system mm-hmm. now that is dangerous for anybody who's who's on, on uh, crack cocaine and is trying to flush the system with your baby in it because something could happen at that time but um Really, after that, I just left the the baby with his mom. Uh, my older daughter was actually residing with his mom as well, and you know, so I went ahead and I walked out their life, you know, because I started using crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. At this time, I'm 20 years old. Okay, I fully go full time on crack cocaine, and um, basically I'm prostituted, walking in the streets, not knowing what to do, losing my mind, sitting here thinking, well, hey, my life is over. Yeah. My life is over, you know, so I didn't, uh, I couldn't, uh, y'all gotta excuse me, man, that's my son, but, uh, I was walking around, not knowing what to do, you know, lost, mm-hmm. just lost, any, any person on drugs feels lost and, you know, just without, uh, guidance, call it. so anyways, to tell you the truth, um, I had just gotten so tired of life, you know. People, people told me, people told me that I wasn't able gonna do nothing in life but smoke crack cocaine, you know. So I believed it. At this point in time, I'm thinking my life is over, you know. Yeah, because at this point, you're you you're using and you're being used. That's crazy. If you really think about it, like, damn, they got me on this shit so they could use me at the same time that I'm using something else to make me feel something that I cannot naturally make myself feel like. Yeah. So it's basically like a whole cycle. But people don't look deeply into that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, it does take you for a whirlwind. I'm not going to say, you know, I have had my share of disappointing my damn self, you know, having to understand what I am, who I am, because I was allowing everybody to tell me who I was. And they were able to tell me who I was because I didn't know who the fuck I was. So if I don't know who I am, how, how am I going to tell you who the fuck I am? I can't tell you because I don't even know. Yeah. But shortly here, we were to find out after the 10 years of an abusive relationship, a narcissistic relationship, not saying that it's uh, completely over or disappeared out of my life, but it has... Um, opened my eyes to who I am and showed me the worth 
Now, have y'all ever had somebody break y'all down to make y'all see that y'all wasn't shit or that you was weak at this point that you need them? Okay? Break you down to this point where you need them. And you really believe that shit. You really believe that you need this person. Like, I cannot survive if this motherfucker leave me. I'm not going to be able to survive. That's a motherfucking lie. If anything, you're going to be better off. If anything, you're going to be better off because when I got my little seeds of freedom and I was able to start my business, I was able to do everything I wanted to do, my dreams that I wanted to do, it made me happy. But then again, my heart was too good. So when somebody, when he came back and gave me a sob story and that he needed me and that he couldn't live without me and made me, you know, fed me a sob story, I'll feed into it and there I go right back again. Yeah, yeah. So, because I needed that reassurance. I needed that, I was, I had that dependency. It was like a drug as, as well, you know what I'm saying? On drugs, being a drug, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it comes a point in time where you can't figure it out. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how you're going to do it. All you could do is say, man, I hope, I hope, <laughs> I hope this shit going to drag me to the, to the end of the right tunnel. Because right now, I don't know what tunnel I'm going to enter, but I got my eyes closed with my hands on top of my eyes, and I'm just going to crawl through a motherfucking tunnel. I hope it's the right tunnel when I open my eyes. Yeah. And then, psych. Six years done wasted. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about, about that. I was like, also in a six-year depression. I was in. The, it started off with a three-year depression when I thought that was over with. And I thought I had just got a little bliss of life. You know what I'm saying? And understood some things here comes the cycle all over again but then you gotta understand when you're fighting a battle and you it's really not just a battle because if you really want to be real it's a spiritual warfare that everybody going through you know what i'm saying and a lot of people trying to drag you down a lot of people trying to make you lose the bigger picture but as long as you hang tight to the vision of the bigger picture you stay focused on a glimpse of it you can't lose it i don't care who they are what they are my grandmother told me i couldn't have my own business that's what made push me um to become make my business llc which is, if your business becomes LLC, doesn't automatically mean that you're self-made. Doesn't automatically mean that you're making money just because your shit LLC. You got to hustle your shit. Just like you sit out here and work for Church's Chicken and McDonald's and everybody else. And you'll sit there and advertise the fuck out of that shit. You better act like you McDonald's motherfucker. And you finna advertise the fuck out of some good something. And you better put your shit out there because you just as good as the next. We just don't believe in ourselves because... We had people trying to tear us down. I know when I first started the other podcast, I had my kid's father, you know, oh, you just want to be seen. You just want to be seen as well as he did when I started doing this one. But that ain't going to stop me. Shit, shit won't stop and it don't stop. I'm going to keep it rolling and keep it going. You heard me? So, I mean, what else you want to talk about? What else you want to um, cover well, up to? Uh, another thing is how you really know people take your kindness for weakness because I met the 61-year-old man. Uh, I'm going to say his name, which is Elton Thompson. You know, he was 60, 61 at the time. And, you know, so um, I'm about, what, 22, 23? Uh-huh. I met him. He, you know, I was coming out of jail one day because my me at that time, I was on drugs, coming in and out of jail for paraphernalia. I couldn't pay the ticket, so I have to go sit it out when I did get caught. But I met him, and, you know, he actually told me that he would be able 
to take care of me and he would be able to give me a room to stay uh, with me and all that and such and such. So, you know, well, I got with him, little knowing that it wasn't really for love because my me, all these guys that I had been with had made me think that they loved me, which they were not. I was a, I was a money maker, you know? Yep. I was a money maker. A real hustler, because that's how we was raised. Robbing people for their money. Yep. You know, just doing, doing dirty things. Yep. So, you know, so later on, uh, I had an IUD. And so I went to go take it out uh, to try to get pregnant by him and all that. So I come to find out later on that the baby wasn't his when, but I used my whole nine months with that baby and that baby got taken from me as long as, um, along with the the second one I had, which is, I had one in 2015 and another in 2016. And, you know, I used drugs with them, not caring, because I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I wanted to smoke dope. That's all I wanted to do was smoke dope, you know? Uh-huh. So, you know, at that time, point, I was real deep. I was lost. I was skinny. I had, my looks had faded away, you know? Just, uh, and they would tell me, he would tell me, like, you know, you ain't never gonna find nobody that, a nigga that loves you like me. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never gonna find nobody that loves you like me. So, I'm just stuck in that moment because he's beating my ass, he's doing all that, and just taking advantage of me, you know, taking my money. You know, I can only get high when he wanted me to get high. That was just ridiculous, you know? But, so, Last year, was it? Uh, well, six months ago, because I am now six months clean, and um, I'm not using drugs. I haven't consumed nothing in six months. Um, I have me a job and everything. So before this part, you know, um, I met somebody. I was going to hang. Mind me, my husband that I'm with now, he was selling crack. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at that time, He's looking out for me. He's taking care of me, taking me to go get food and all that. His name is Courtney Kaufman, you know, my baby. But uh, he's the one who said, you know, if you want life, come with me. You know, he was already believing because he had a dream that he was with the Mexican with tattoos, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was sort of a prophecy that he had you know Mm -hmm. so later on i come around him and hang around him you know because he was looking out for me and everything i'm still smoking dope in his car and all that buying it from him and all that so anyway uh he said if you want life come with me so he spent his whole stimulus check on just us coming down here to odessa texas Mm -hmm. where i reside now um he uh he basically he pays the rent for me you know he does things for me i mean he loves me and my child and soon to be me and my children you know yeah he's um he takes you for what you are genuinely like um for you not for what everybody else wanted you for not for what everybody else saw you for but he wants you genuinely for you just who you are your soul your being your person you and it takes a team effort 
and my phone just went dead, you guys. So, we're going to give it back a reroll in a few minutes. Let me get my sister back here on the line. My bad, you guys. That is my fault. My bad. The Unshakable Truth will be right back with you guys. Give me a minute.